Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Let's say you have a fear of public speaking, right? So you, you about to go down, out on stage and you feel anxiety. The, the usual, the default state of someone who doesn't want to have that experience is just trying to figure, is, is one to, you know, in advance worry about that experience. I mean, the anxiety is kindled just by the mere thought of what you have to do. Then once you feel the butterflies, you are at war with them, right? You, you contract, your mind contracts around it. Your conversation with yourself is, is an unhappy one. It's like, why the fuck am I this person who just can't, like I see people do this all the time. They're, they're relaxed, I'm unhappy. You know, when am I, and you're, you're, you're talking to yourself. You're not noticing it because you're, the thoughts just come up from behind you as fast as, as, as they can. And they seem to be you, right? You're identified with each thought that emerges in consciousness. And most people live their lives as though there's no alternative. We're not given a rule book for how to operate a human mind, right? And there's no place in a normal education where, 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 uh, where it's even indicated that there's an alternative here. And 
So we get, we kind of stumble out into adulthood, more or less assuming that we have, we'll always have the minds we have, and that really there's, you know, we, the, the only thing we can do to really upgrade our firmware is to just add new content. You know, we can read books, we can, we can uh, develop uh, interests, but there's nothing at the sort of root level of our emotional and cognitive life that can change. If you're feeling anxiety, there's actually a, a place from which you can just feel it, right? And, and be actually indifferent to it or anything else you could be feeling. I mean, just, just notice that there's even a, an unpleasant sensation. I mean, first you can notice that anxiety isn't even that unpleasant. I mean, it's, it's so close to excitement in its actual physiology that really the difference between excitement and anxiety is more or less just the the framing. It's just the story you're telling yourself. You know, if you felt these these tingles uh, and this, you know, slightly adrenalized response right before, you know, you're about to go on a roller coaster, that's part of why you're going on the roller coaster. You like that experience, right? But the fact that you feel that way when you're about to have an interview or you're about to, you know, walk out on stage, that's intolerable, right? So just dropping back and, and realizing the, the power of the framing is, is again, this is a skill that is a fairly esoteric one, but now you know many people are, are learning it, you know, the secret's out. Most of what people care about can be thought of as a skill. Right? I mean, well-being is a, is a skill. Not suffering unnecessarily is a skill. Noticing your emotional life and regulating negative emotion is a skill. The, the moment you begin practicing mindfulness, which is just, just learning to pay close attention to the nature of your experience. You're not adding anything to your experience. You're just noticing what it's like to be you moment to moment, but in a way that is not reactive. You're not grasping at what's pleasant or pushing what's unpleasant away. You're just, that is a story of telling yourself a story. You're thinking and you can either become more and more mindful of that and interrupt that more and more. You can reframe this continually and tell yourself a better story, right? You can actually just engineer, you know, you, you can change the code that you're running moment to moment. This sort of use of negative imagination where you think of all of the bad things that haven't happened to you, right? So if you're just, you know, if you're stuck in traffic, driving to the job that you don't like, and you're, you're frustrated, uh, you can think of all the things that could happen to you, right, that haven't, and if any one of them happened to you, you would consider your prayers answered if you could just be returned to this moment. And you could be the guy who today is going to find out you've got two months to live, right, and you have to, then the next two months is spent just unwinding your worldly affairs, right? You're not that guy, right, that hasn't happened to you yet. That's just more th thinking, but it can have a profound effect. You can, you can reframe your experience in a way that doesn't actually change anything material about your circumstance and it can let the, the light in. And there are many techniques like that that are just a matter of invoking useful concepts skillfully. So picture this, you're in an airplane and it begins to bounce. And even those of us who aren't especially afraid to fly can feel anxious in significant turbulence. Now, why do we feel anxious? Well, we have some thought that turbulence might be dangerous, right? That it makes it more likely the plane will crash. And, of course, 
truly significant turbulence can cause a plane to crash. But this, as we know from the statistics of plane crashes, is a very, very rare thing. So, now, unless you're in that rare and horrible experience of being actually thrown around the cabin so as to get injured, it's very likely that the bouncing is not physically painful, right? This is, you're not being harmed by this sensation. And in other contexts, you would subject yourself to even more violent bouncing and not be worried about it at all. You might go on some ride at an amusement park, which exerts greater force on you bodily, and you do it because you're seeking that experience out. Now, on an airplane, it's totally unwelcome to you. But if you just take the raw sensations, they are not your problem. It's what they portend. It's your interpretation of them that worries you. There are at least two levels at which you can deal with this. First is to think conceptually about the nature of the problem and about what you fear. Is it rational to worry that your plane will crash if you're experiencing turbulence? No, it actually isn't. The likelihood of dying in a plane crash is minuscule. Over the course of your journey, you should begin to worry as you leave the airport and get in an Uber or a taxi or drive yourself home in your own car. So if you understand that, if you understand that every moment in a plane is in fact safer than many moments you spend on the ground, certainly safer than when you're walking as a pedestrian fixated on your smartphone and stepping into the crosswalk. That's when your adrenaline should surge. Those are the moments where the sweat should begin beating up on your forehead. So when you're in a plane and it's begun to bounce, it is in fact unreasonable to worry that the bouncing means much of anything. If you understand that, that actually can have an effect. Then you can become willing to just experience the raw sensations of turbulence. Then you can cease to interpret the experience as a sign of actual danger. The other level at which you can address this, and, and these are totally compatible moves, I recommend both of them, is to become mindful of the feeling of anxiety itself. What is it? And what does it mean? Well, it's just sensation. It's just a pattern of energy in your body. And it actually doesn't mean anything at the level of raw sensation. You might have thoughts about it, and very likely much of your thinking in that moment is purposed toward trying to figure out how not to feel that way, or not to let it get worse. But if you'll step out of your thoughts and just become willing to feel the raw sensation of anxiety, actually just surrender your resistance to it, just feel it as energy, it can lose its meaning. It can become very difficult to distinguish from what under another framing would be a positive experience, like excitement. How do you know the difference between being anxious about something that's about to happen and being excited? For the most part, it is the thoughts you're thinking when you're feeling that arousal. There's a cognitive, conceptual overlay on top of this raw feeling. You can consciously reframe things, or you can step out of it altogether and just feel the raw energy of this experience. And when you do that, anxiety can be like any other experience that has no meaning for you as a person, really. I mean, it doesn't say anything about you. So 
Let's say you're let's say you have a rash on your elbow and it's itching. Okay, that doesn't say anything deep about you as a person. That has no psychological implications. It might be unpleasant, it might be extraordinarily unpleasant, but it doesn't reach into your sense of who you are. The deepest way to respond to anxiety, and again, I'm not saying that there is no case in which drugs are valuable or even necessary. There may very well be. But for anxiety in its more ordinary range, the deep way to respond to it is to become willing to feel it, to cease to interpret it as important, and to function in the midst of it. And then it will pass. Anxiety rises and falls like any other emotion. And if you're not continually thinking the thoughts that make you anxious, it actually can't stay around very long. And this is true of other unpleasant emotions like anger and sadness. And they're continually resurrected by our thoughts. And we're spending most of our time thinking without knowing that we're thinking. So mindfulness in particular is a very good antidote to this problem. But the trick is you can't apply it as an antidote. You can't be mindful of anxiety so that it will go away. Become willing to feel it. Just let it burn bright in you and discover that it doesn't matter. It simply comes and it goes and you can function. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 